0: Hello! Welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode number 38. I am your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from the Gutterman Cave on a second episode on a Monday night. What's going on? I've gone crazy. But I need to bring you this because I need to finish up this archiving conversation that I talked about in the last episode. And where I want to go with this is... Kind of some old-school technology. An- another way that I archive is on optical disk. Optical disk means CDRs, rs and now we have Blu-ray uh, BDRs. A lot of people say that it's a waste of time to back up to these formats because they are outdated and you know I don't know, whatever for whatever reason but you know I remember when CD burners came out on computers years ago in the gosh probably mid 90s I have CDs that I, CDRs that I burnt back in the mid to late 90s that still play today play fine actually and a lot of people would say, "Oh well, CDRs, DVD-Rs, blah, blah blah." The dyes in them they fade really quick, and you're looking at one or two years of lifespan out of those. You can't count on those for an archival situation. I call BS on that because I have so many CDs I burnt from the late '90s to early 2000s that still play and are readable. But as far as archiving goes, I have been big on buying premium disc for that purpose. And by premium disc, there was for quite a bit of the CDR, DVDR in those times. They came out with these gold gold plated archival Preservation Disc And I Bought those to Back up a lot of files back then uh, With those discs And you know what, here it is 10 15 years later and all those Discs are still readable So there is something to it like if I get 15 years out of a, one of these gold discs, that's actually longer than they're projecting the lifespans of like hard drives or flash memory. Uh, a lot of times, I I have a I had a whole fire safe full of discs manufactured by Kodak, Kodak Gold Preservation DVDs, and. Uh, Delkin was another brand that was doing these gold archival disc. I believe actually all of both those brands were actually made by MAM a which is like Mitsui Manufacturing America. Uh, they were based in Colorado and uh, they did most of those gold archival CDRs and DVDRs. And sold them under different brand names or whatever, but all those discs that I burned 10 to 15 years ago on that particular format have been readable and usable. So I don't want to discount optical disc, meaning CDRs, DVDRs, and now they have uh, Blu-ray uh, BDRs as a Method, and yet another method of archiving, because I am very anal about it, as I said in the last podcast. So I want like hard drives, online storage, and to have on uh, have also optical disc backing up my files is yet another safeguard. So when it comes to disc these days, the problem is with kind of the decline of the optical disk industry is most of the disks you buy now are complete garbage. Uh, If you're gonna like have another backup on, I don't think CDRs are relevant anymore because they don't just don't hold enough information, but you gotta back up to DVDR or Blu-ray, which is called BDR, uh, those are viable options. And I really only think there's there's two good choices at this point. Uh, with with D V D R you can still get Goad Preservation Archival Disc uh, through MAM-A. Uh, if you go to MamA's site, it's mam a You can get Goad Archival DVD-Rs through them. Uh, those are decent discs. Uh, but a new technology has come out called M-Disc. Uh, M-Disc has DVD-Rs and BDRs, which is Blu-ray. The thing about M-Disc is there's no dyes involved. Like The problem with the archival archival nature of uh, a lot of optical discs was it relied on dyes, the stability of dyes to preserve your data where mdisc actually uses like a more of a they act like you're engraving it to like rock or whatever but like it uses more of a, like a, a mineral layer or some sort of layer that uh does not fade because it's not a dye uh now you have to have a burner a dvdr or bdr burner that is uh, mdisc capable i bought a lg uh, Blu-ray burner that will burn uh, DVD-Rs and BDRs Blu-ray disc and the M-Disc format it takes a little bit more of a high power laser I guess to burn these uh, but the thing about M-Disc is uh, they are supposed to last hundreds and hundreds of years and still be readable and that is pretty amazing like with the gold dvdrs and cdrs that came out you know in the years ago you're you were looking at a 100 to 300 year lifespan supposedly m disc is talking about like hundreds hundreds of years to still be readable now granted that's all I'm not gonna be alive in a hundred years, so I'm not gonna be able to like take them to task on this. And also, whether you're gonna have a any sort of optical disc reader to read those things would be another question. But that's not necessarily that much of a concern because, like, you know, you got museums out there that can still they still have like devices that can read floppy disk and old like old computer data storage methods so you're always going to be able to find some way to read these things so whether or not you have a burner or reader that can read these things that's not as much of a question like but how long will these discs actually survive uh there was actually with the mdisc um format the u.s navy did a huge testing on it uh of all the like ways to store data on optical disc and put it through, put all these discs through a severe military, you know, testing and the M-Disc format is the only one that was able to survive. So I have been archiving also all my data onto M-Disc, uh, M-Disc dvd and M-Disc Blu-Ray, BDRs uh, as yet another option maybe didn't need it considering I have the hard drive archiving that I've been doing the online archiving but it's just yet another way to hedge my bets and like I said in the last episode I'm not losing memories I can't lose memories anymore they're too important to me So one last little thing I want to talk about with M-Disc format is, you know, you need a specific burner that's M-Disc capable to burn these discs. But the good thing is, after you burn those discs, say it's dvd or BDR, which is Blu-ray recordable, uh, they are actually readable on any standard drive at that point. You just need a specialized burner to with a little bit hotter laser to burn them but once you burn them they're readable on standard DVD drives or if you have a Blu-ray recordable, uh, readable on a standard Blu-ray drive so that's uh, makes them you know, a little more future proof I guess but most people would say optical disc is a dead industry and that's a dead format too Back up onto, but I'm doing it anyway. It's just an extra option, and because, like I said, I've got CDRs I burned from the mid to late '90s that are still readable. I don't know that I have any hard drives from the mid to late '90s that are functional. And you know, we're film dudes, right? We're film dudes and gals, and so we embrace like old technology a little bit, right? And there's something kind of nice about a burned disc with your data on it, because first of all, you can't accidentally, uh, you know, mess up those files. Once the disc is burned, it's, it's it's done. You cannot write over anything. It's a pretty safe, stable format, especially with this M disk, where you can't really lose files anymore. The only question with M-Disc is, will you have a way to be able to read it 20 years from now? But as long as we do have a way to read it, they're going to be readable. And I think it's kind of awesome and strangely, it's probably the most stable way to save digital files at this point. But it's kind of been written off as an old technology and people want to move on, but It seems to be the best way to preserve digital files. But, you know, we've seen a a lot of times where people want to move on to newer technologies, even if it's not better. Uh, Digital photography? Anyone? Anyone? So that's, I think think I'm going to wrap up my archival, uh, I don't know, just how I'm trying to archive at this point and why it's taken me so long to do this process because it's been a really tedious process but it's a process that needed to be done and I'm just telling you archive, archive, archive you do not want to lose memories it's the worst thing in the world Uh, a couple of podcasts ago I mentioned that uh, there are some new podcasts I found that I was going to check out and let you guys know if it was worth if I liked them or not. So there's a couple of new podcasts you need to check out. One is called Against the Grain. Uh, It's a very good podcast. And uh, the other one is called The Creative Bar. So if you're looking for more podcasts uh, with a little bit of focus on film photography, those are two good ones to check out. Uh, Both those podcasts seem to be like interviewing Photographers about their process and, and, you know, how they, uh, you know, what motivates them, blah, blah, blah. And I, they're very inspiring. So definitely check out, uh, along with the other podcasts I've mentioned in previous episodes, check out Against the Grain and The Creative Bar. All right. That's the end of this episode of the Negative Positives Podcast. You can see my photography at Mike Gutterman Photography on Facebook. On Instagram, I am at Gutterman Photo. And you can email me at guttermanphoto at gmail.com. Everyone stay positive. Take some cool film photos. Thank you very much. And I will see you soon.